0: Firstly, because she's a wonderful person, she loves us, but also because I was cheeky enough to just turn up at her door, expecting her to help me. And in the passage today, we see that prayer actually works in a really similar way to this. Prayer means lots of different things to lots of different people. At its most simple and at its most basic, prayer is talking to God. All relationships thrive on communication, and our relationship with God is exactly the same. The more we pray, the more we talk to him, the stronger our relationship becomes. And just like in any relationship, there are lots and lots of different ways that we can communicate. Um, There's lots of different ways we might pray to God. There are the prayers of worship, where we tell God how amazing he is, when we thank him for everything he's done for us. There are prayers where we ask his forgiveness for things we've done wrong. And there are the prayers where we ask God for help, where we cry out to him for things that we need. Uh, And that's the kind of prayer that we're going to be talking about today. So what can we learn from the passage today about how we can pray and how we can ask God to help us? Well, I mean, this passage is absolutely packed with wisdom about prayer. I think if you look in the whole Bible, this is probably one of the passages that has the most things to say about how we pray. And something that really stood out to me when I was reading through this passage is how it encourages us to pray audaciously and boldly. I really like the story that Jesus tells about someone going around to a friend's house in the middle of the night to ask for bread to give to somebody who's turned up at their house unexpectedly. You can just imagine this scenario really clearly. And when he tells this story, Jesus says that even though the friend might not have wanted to get up to give the bread because he loves the person they actually would help because of the audacity that that person had in coming over in the middle of the night to make that request. Just in the same way that my friend helped me when I turned up and didn't really give her a choice. And this got me thinking about what it means to ask for something audaciously. Um, I looked up the meaning of the word audacious on dictionary.com and it means to be outrageous, to be bold and to be intrepid. This is the kind of request that God says we have permission to bring to him. There are lots of different things that we ask God for. Sometimes we bring him big, huge requests, things for our lives, things for the lives of people we love, for our communities, for our church, for our world. We pray when we're scared. We pray when we urgently need a miracle, when we need God to intervene in something massive in our life that we feel is out of control. Um, things like sickness, things like financial difficulties. And we also ask God to make change across the world, to intervene in wars, to bring an end to poverty, to stop needless suffering, um, like some of the things that Sarisa was praying about just now. And God tells us to make these kind of prayers. He tells us to bring this stuff to him. These are the prayers Jesus is talking about in this passage when he instructs his disciples to pray, your kingdom come, that God's wishes for the world will come about on earth. And then there's a different type of prayer that he encourages the disciples to pray in this passage, and that's the prayer for giving us today our daily bread. These are the type of prayers we pray about smaller things, the kind of personal, daily, domestic prayers. These are the prayers we might pray as we go about our day. We might be asking God to be with us in a difficult conversation. We might be asking for support with a relationship we're finding hard, help with a task that we're struggling with. And when I was thinking about all these different kinds of prayers and these different kinds of ways we might be asking God for help, it really struck me that they're all completely audacious and completely bold in their own way. Some of these bigger prayers we might be praying, so some of these times when we're asking God to intervene in major situations, these problems and challenges feel huge. These are things in our own lives or things we're praying for the world, for our communities. When we ask God to intervene in these situations, Sometimes it can feel futile, you know, what impact my prayer is going to have on something that's so massive. But then equally, the kind of small personal prayers are audacious in their own way. When you think that when we pray, we're speaking to the God who created the universe, all 100 billion galaxies, or whatever it is, when you think that that's who we're speaking to, it can feel completely outrageous to be bringing him our small requests Things that might make our days easier or help us with our small problems. It can feel completely ridiculous that God might be interested in those things. But actually what we see in the passage from the way that Jesus instructs his disciples to pray, he instructs them to pray for both of these things and many, many more besides. And through this we can see that God absolutely has time for both. He has time for anything we want to pray about. And he invites us and really challenges us to pray as audaciously as we absolutely can for absolutely anything that we need. There is nothing that you're concerned about, that you're struggling with, that you need help with, that God doesn't want to hear about and doesn't want you to pray about. So why do we need to pray? Why do we need to ask God for help? Why do we need to bring our requests to him? I mean, the first reason is, it sounds basic, but it's true, Prayer works. Change happens when we pray. I think it can be such a big idea to get our heads around, but it's absolutely fundamental to Christianity and it's absolutely one of the basics of a relationship with God. Prayer works. All through the New Testament, we see story after story of um, prayers being answered by God. Um, We see Jesus and his disciples making big prayers, asking big requests. And we see things being granted. We see people being healed, people rising from the dead, people making big dramatic changes to their lives. And miracles happen today as well. We believe that God can do anything. All we have to do is ask him. We do know that not all prayers get answered immediately. Or sometimes prayers don't get answered in the way that we thought they would. Sometimes we might have to wait for an answer for months, sometimes we have to wait for years, and sometimes prayers get answered in a way that we didn't quite expect or in a way that we didn't quite ask for. I remember a few years ago I was job hunting. I was looking for a new position, I was looking to move on into a new role, and I had an interview for an exciting new job that I would discovered, and just before I went into the interview I really remember praying to God that if this was the right move for me, if he wanted me to move into this job, he would make the interview go really well. He would make it the best interview I'd ever done. um, And he'd really open that door for me to step into the new job. Um, The interview went brilliantly. I absolutely smashed it. It definitely was the best interview I've ever done. And I came out feeling so excited, feeling like, yes, this is definitely the right move for me. Um, God's heard my prayer. I'm on the road to a shining new career. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get offered the job, um, and I was really disappointed because all through the application process, all through the interview process, I just really felt like this was right, and I was—I remember questioning to God like this felt so—it felt so right. Why didn't you make it happen for me? Um, but you know, I dusted myself off. I applied for some more jobs. Um, I went for one more interview, and this time I was successful and I was offered the position. Um, A short time later, I started the new role. Uh, On my first day, I went into the new office, and I had a handover session with the person that I was replacing, so the person that was moving out of the role that I was moving into. And we were just chatting about why she was leaving, what she was moving on to. You all know where this is going. She was moving on to that very same role that I had interviewed for and not got. God had opened the door for me. He'd opened the door that I was asking for me to step into a new job, he'd created a vacancy that I needed, he'd put me in the right position for the right role, he just hadn't answered that prayer in the way that I thought he was going to. So sometimes we don't get exactly the answers to prayers that we might have wanted, and sometimes our prayers don't get answered at all, which can be really painful and really confusing when that happens, and we wonder why God didn't give us the need that we asked him for. Um, This happens in the Bible too, which I find quite comforting. Not all prayers get answered, not even all of Jesus' prayers get answered. And we don't know why this happens. In some cases, we might realize the reasons later on. In some cases, we'll never actually know why a prayer wasn't answered. What we do know is that God is with us. God loves us. He cares deeply about everything that's important to us. And we do know that we can trust him. We can trust him with his plan for our lives. And we know that he wants really good things for us. And for me, I think this is one of the best things about these smaller, everyday types of prayers, like the daily bread type of prayers. Because sometimes I find for these prayers, it can be easier and more immediate to see how God answers them. So when we might be praying for a friend who's not feeling well, and then the next day they message us and say they're feeling loads better, Or when we ask God to help us in a tricky meeting and then we get a really good outcome. Or even the really small ones like praying we'll get to an appointment on time and then we manage to jump on the train. I think these kind of small prayers, especially when we see them being answered day by day, they help us feel God's closest to us. They help us to get just a tiny sense of his power, his goodness to us. And they help us start to notice how many miracles are scattered through daily life. So we need to pray because it works. Number one, it's, um, yeah, like I say, it's, it feels so basic, but it's, if we can grasp that, it's so important. We need to pray because it works. When we ask God for things that we need, he hears us, he listens to us, and he wants good things for us. But the other reason we need to pray, um, as often and as audaciously as we can is that prayer reminds us it's God's strength, not our strength, that makes any difference in our lives and in the world. Prayer stops us feeling like it's all on us, and it makes us realize that by ourselves we're weak, but God is so, so strong. My daughter Robin, she's nearly two, and she's just getting to that toddler stage where she wants to do absolutely everything herself, and she doesn't want help with anything, which is equal parts adorable and very frustrating sometimes. Um, The other day we'd been out, we'd just got home, um, and I'd just got out my house keys from my bag to try and open the front door to let us both in. When she took the house keys off me and she starts trying to open the door herself, uh, I mean, you can imagine how well this was going to go. We were standing outside our own front door in the drizzle for what felt like hours while she put the wrong key in the wrong lock, then she tried turning it the wrong way, then she got it stuck in the lock and she couldn't get out again. All the time I was just standing there getting more and more frustrated that I couldn't just do it myself and just get us inside. And then eventually, after what felt like a really, really long time, she got frustrated, she got bored, she handed me the keys, I opened the door, we both went inside together. And as I was standing there in the rain, it just made me think what a perfect analogy this is for something that I know I do absolutely all the time, and I'm sure lots of others do as well, which is working really, really hard at trying to do things ourselves rather than handing things to God. We try to sort out our own problems. We try to fix our own challenges. While God is literally standing right there, entirely able, entirely willing to take our problems off us and give us the help that we need. If only we would just ask him. In any situation, big or small, prayer is 100% the most productive thing we can possibly do to make change. Without prayer, without God's help, we can strive and strive and we'll be forever swimming against the current. In Philippians, we're reminded to not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It's not on us to fix the problems of the world. Some problems are so massive, there's not a lot we can do about them. The most productive thing we can do is ask God to intervene. It's not even on us to fix the problems in our own families, in our own lives. Every time we ask God for something, every time we ask him to come into a situation, we're saying to him, this is on you, you've got this, this situation is in your hands, not in my hands. And we can ask, we've got permission to ask, audaciously and outrageously for absolutely anything that we need, big or small. We can put it into God's hands for him to worry about instead of us. We can ask him to take on our problems and we can take that peace back in return. So what does this mean for us as a church? Well, I think it's one of the great privileges of the relationship that God offers us, that we can speak to him whenever we want and ask for his help boldly and audaciously. Whatever is going on for us personally, we can ask him to help us with. We can also ask him to intervene in major situations, and we know that works. We know that the prayers Sarita was praying earlier for the world, we know they work. We know that it's worth our while doing that. We can ask God to move in powerful ways, and he hears us every single time. So this week, I really want to challenge us um, to ask God boldly and audaciously for the things that we need help with. Let's pray really audacious prayers this week. Let's pray huge, massive prayers for change in our church, change in our communities, change in our world. We know that God is in all these situations and that he's able to act. Let's ask him. And let's also pray those audaciously small prayers about whatever's going on in our lives. Tiny little things. God cares. He's interested. Um, he's here with us. He cares deeply about every single thing that's going on for us at the moment. Prayer, prayer works. Change happens when we pray. Imagine what it would look like if we really asked God for what we need. If we put everything on the table in front of him. With the expectation that he will answer us. Change happens when we pray. If you're able, I'd love to ask you to stand um, and let's pray together. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for the promises you've made us. Thank you that you invite us to share our needs with you. Thank you that you're interested in the small things and the big things. Um, God, you know everything about us, you know everything about every single one of us, you know what's on our hearts, you know what we're struggling with, you know what's going well, you know what difficulties we have. And God, thank you that you say to us that you hear us, you care about us, and thank you that you want good things for us.